the force of nature is, you know, it's, it's something to be admired and respected. And I'm so glad that I'm able to experience this in my lifetime. Hello again, friends. Thank you very much for joining me here on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm your host, where each week we share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you're as excited as I am to hear what we've got for you this week. Why don't we get started? Hello there, friends. Thank you very much for joining me today, and thank you for having this podcast be a part of your day. I really appreciate you all being here listening and uh, hopefully learning or being inspired or empowered or just being entertained for the next little while. I am your host, Greg. It is Wisdom of the Wilderness, and I have a little special treat for people today. I did an episode talking about nature negatives a little while back and how I first learned about them in an online eco-psychology course I took. And I wanted to go in a little bit more into some detail and share an experience that I had in the fall of 2019 uh, that was really to do with the idea of nature negatives. Again, I just learned about this concept uh, over the fall, and it was quite quite eye-opening. In a way, it felt like something I knew already, but it was also something that made me go, oh, hey, wow, I have done that for a lot of my life. And as a quick refresher, or if you weren't able to to join or haven't joined yet for the, the Nature Negatives episode, Nature Negatives are, are best described through examples of perceptions we have about nature with a negative connotation. Out here on the wet coast, uh, it's a miserable day is frequently used to describe a day where it is overcast, it is raining sometimes heavily, the temperature is not particularly high, so it's a little bit cold, it's quite wet, uh, but the, the term miserable is thrown around a lot. Uh, crummy weather. Uh, you know, it's 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 a lot of ways that we view we can view nature with a negative negative connotations or negative lenses around things. You know, uh, there was a hilarious set of cartoons I saw going around. It was an artist that that made postcards uh, in relation to the some of the terrible one star reviews that national parks got on some social media typey review website. Um, but it was one of going to. One of them, the, I forget which park, it's not, not important, but the point of the postcard was like, don't go here. There are bugs. They will bite you on your face. So, you know, think of going to somewhere, Yosemite, the Grand Canyon, uh, Uluru, um, Banff, Jasper, uh, Glacier National Park, Yellowstone, somewhere magical, beautiful scenery, something possibly totally different from what you've ever seen before, and you can't go there because a bug might bite you. Um, that's a great example of a nature negative. So just ways that that we're socialized or conditioned to, to view things with a negative lens. Um, you know, I live in Canada. I've spent plenty of time in America. And, uh, you know, there are bears, right? Bears are around. It's a thing. Uh, the bear goes through the backyard pretty frequently in the summer. Fix the damn thing three times. Uh, it's part of life. There are bears here. Um, 
But I realize for a lot of people who may be listening, for a lot of people who may not be listening, being in close proximity to bears is a really big deal. And there's a lot of stuff on television or in movies, uh, the evil bear attacking things. Uh, was it The Revenant, I think, was one of the movies? Uh, basically, you know, go outside and like, all these things are going to come and try and attack you the minute you step outside your door or go into the forest or whatever it might be. And that's far, far from the case when you get out there or go outside, but it can be easy to, to start to internalize those things of, oh my gosh, if I go out into nature, the bear is going to eat me. The, the mosquitoes are going to eat me alive. Uh, there could be a tornado. I'll get hit by lightning, what, whatever it might be. But it can even be things as simple as, you know, the weather. So the one that I wanted to talk about was my experience in the Sierra Nevada of California and Nevada. And that happened last fall. You know, I live on the West Coast and it's a West Coast temperate or coastal temperate rainforest. So a lot of cedar trees, uh, spruce, Douglas fir, uh, a, lot, a lot of big tall trees. We get a lot of rain, a lot of rain wet, damp. Uh, it, it's beautiful. It's magical. Had a friend come visit in, uh, oh my gosh, when the hell was that? Uh, 2020, early, early 2020, January 2020, here for business, um, from the East. And we just talked about the, the magical forest. I can, I can go for a short run and be in a magical forest. I can drive over to the mountain and, uh, be in a magical forest. And that's something totally different from the East coast of Canada, you know, the East coast of America, uh, Colorado, uh, Gosh, many, many places, you know, the, the area around uh, Vancouver and in British Columbia is, is quite a magical forest. Um, it's also something I know quite well. So when I was thinking of places to go or places to visit, you know, I kept hearing like, oh, Yosemite is amazing. Yosemite is amazing. And I saw pictures and I was like, yeah, I'm sure it'd be amazing. I was actually there. I don't remember it. I remember it vaguely. It was a school field trip, a college field trip. Um, I never really got to explore much beyond that. And I'd always kind of wondered, I'd always thought about it. And for whatever reason, rather than seeing the environment, uh, looking at pictures, uh, reading about the flora and fauna, the climate, all of that, like my mind jumped to, well, the California coast that I saw was like big redwoods and cedars. And that's pretty similar to BC. So the Sierra Nevada is probably pretty similar. Do I really need to make a trip all the way down there to see something that's pretty similar to what I can walk to or take a 20 minute drive to? I think I'll go somewhere else and experience something different. And uh, <laughs> maybe spoiler alert, turns out the Sierra Nevada is a totally different style of forest totally different than here, but my mind's perception went to, hey, I know this because BC and California are similar. And uh, that in no way was true. You know, I had I had allowed different perceptions that I had picked up in different places to, to color my judgment or to, to view the perspective of, this is not something that I'm super excited to go and see. Now, what was really cool is when I finally got my ass out there, it was magical. It reminded me of several other places I've spent a lot of time with the variety of pine trees, the high elevation, the, the open forest more so than the, the very dense forest that is in my backyard. You know, it, the, 
the style, the style, the, the separation, the open space, that was magical for me and was very different from what my mind had jumped to of it's going to be the same as here, dude. Why do I need to go all the way down there? So it was, it was a big realization when I finally got there, um, met some friends, met another friend, spent a week, uh, hiked, backpacked, got into the backcountry. It was, it was incredible. There's hot springs, so many amazing things. I should probably stop talking because I'm totally selling this and, uh, don't go overrun it. Please don't go overrun it. Um, please leave no trace, et cetera, et cetera, when you go out there, but it's a magical place. I loved it. Got to do some amazing things at Lake Tahoe, some amazing parts of Nevada, some amazing hot springs. Uh, met some really cool people at the hot springs. That just kind of happens whenever I travel. I just random people show up. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, wow. Hey, neat. Okay, I'll check out your brewery. Cool. But the point being that that, that was not the, expe the expectation that I had was it would be similar and it was totally different. So long and short, you know, we're working away all my way around the long way of saying that like it can be really easy to get these perceptions, these ideas. And once we get out and explore or experience for ourselves, even if it's our own perception that we're going out to go and test, it can be totally different from what we are expecting when we finally get to connect. That was roundabout. I don't know that that made complete sense. I'm gonna try it again. Experiencing things for yourself, you know, the Sierra Nevada, I could have read books. I could have stayed in my, the, the confines of that belief I had about it. And when I finally got there, it was totally different. So, you know, rather than take my word or take someone else's word for something, uh, don't go visit it because the bugs will bite you in the face. For example, go and try it. Maybe it will totally revamp your expectations. Maybe it meets them. Maybe it's what it's like. Maybe it's a completely different experience. You know, random side note, flying through LAX. I avoided that airport like the plague for, oh my gosh, like a very long time. Uh, this is years back now, but when I finally did fly through there, I had a great time. I had no horror stories, no bad experiences. The airport was nice. The people at the terminal I was in were very polite. I went through the international duty-free, and there was a $200,000 bottle of whiskey, and I was taking pictures and texting my buddy, and we're like, dude, there's a $200,000 bottle of whiskey here. This is crazy, and somebody's going to try and buy it. Um, but yeah, it, it totally was different from the expectations and from what I'd been told, the perception I had that it was horrible because of a few stories I'd heard from one person. So again getting out there to experience it for yourself is huge. And especially to bring it back again to nature, because we're talking wisdom of the wilderness, to get into different environments when that is a possibility for you, I highly recommend. You know, I grew up uh, on the West Coast, spent a lot of time up and down the West Coast, uh, Canada and America and was fortunate to travel a little bit as a kid into other parts of Canada and America. Uh, but then when I moved for school, it was such a fantastic thing for me to actually get to experience what at that point in my life I had yet to experience in nature or in the outdoors. I was in grad school in Wyoming, and Wyoming is a very, very different place than uh, Western Canada. Uh, environmentally, a lot of different ways. 
And uh, I was an international student as well. But the, one of the things that I really appreciated, no matter how cold it got, and it hit minus 40, so that's the same on both temperature scales, it hit minus 40. That was something I'd never experienced before. And I'd heard a lot about, oh, it's too cold. And I mean, there are, people complain about the weather everywhere, right? Everywhere. That's a thing. Uh, but heard a lot about, you know, out here, it was uh, 25 degrees Fahrenheit or uh, what's that? Minus four, minus five Celsius this morning. I ran in shorts. There's nobody out there because it's too cold to do things. But that same temperature might be the daily high when I was going to school in Wyoming. Wasn't any big deal. It happens. Pe people are used to it. People have adapted or if they, people are still going to complain about it. But... You know, it's a part of life. It's a more accepted part of life, maybe. Uh, same with the rain here. You know, it happens. Okay, people complain, but it's very different here than it, it would be uh, in a more arid environment like Wyoming. Point being that I experience a lot of different things by checking my expectations and assumptions and going to experience for myself getting out into a new environment. You know, I, I went to America. I had friends at the time that uh, stopped being friends or uh, I never really spoke to again um, that were convinced I was going to get shot and die going to America for school. Very strange ideas, um, but that's a perception. And had I let that uh, experience come through with me, well, maybe that may have happened, but it didn't. So yeah, you know, for for me, getting into the arid environment was such a change. I was able to, I rode my bike year round, no matter how cold it got, how snowy it got, how stopped dead by the wind gusting in my face I got, I rode my bike year round or I walked, didn't have a car, was able to do it. It was a challenge and an experience for me that I was excited about because I had, I had not previously had any of those experiences where the it's a frozen road for a good chunk of the winter or you know the snow comes and the snow stays for a long time that that was totally totally foreign to me and it was really cool and i tried my best not to have expectations or to 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 have those ideas that i'd had color what i was seeing and experiencing and being a part of in that place to the best that i could it was also really neat for me to go from a metropolitan area to a small town and see the stars at night, see so many more stars at night uh, to, you know, experience having everything I needed within a very short distance and to experience a different type of community that you find in a small town or a university town, as opposed to an impersonal, large, multi, multi, multi thousand person commuter campus university, very different at a small campus where everyone lives within like 5k, three miles of the campus. Anyways, to tie it all together, the, the perceptions we have and the expectations we have around nature can really color our experience. And I encourage people to go out and maybe take a look at those things that we've, we've taken into our beliefs or, or into how we interact with the outdoors on any type of day and maybe wonder if there's something worth questioning or looking at in a different way or going out to experience. 
maybe that's taking a trip to the desert in the summer to see what it's like. Uh, maybe it's going somewhere in the winter to see what it's like. Maybe it's trying new clothing systems to go for a walk when it's a winter day and not so warm and raining. Uh, maybe it's getting different clothing so you can go and, and appreciate these things or, or changing the way that you interact with nature. No, there, there's a lot of possibilities. And again, to bring it back into to all of the things we've learned on previous episodes of the podcast, there are so many ways that nature is helping us, uh, benefiting our immune system, benefiting uh, our nervous systems, just disconnecting, getting outdoors, getting fresh air, uh, experiencing awe, seeing animals and plants in their habitats, um, smelling the beauty, the, the scent of a fresh rose, uh, picking a blueberry or a blackberry or a carrot out of the garden and eating it. Uh, these are sensory experiences that we can have that help us and reconnect us with our, our human past. And nature fills us up. The, the sun setting in my eyes just before I started recording this, uh, watching the sunset. Uh, if you're fortunate to go get outside and see the sun rise, uh, have eagle fly overhead. I saw some deer driving today, you know, um, maybe see a bear on the side of the road if you're taking a, a summer vacation, summer road trip. Uh, stargaze. That, there are so many ways that, that we can connect with nature and experience a different type of support and calmness and healing in nature and with our need and with our our as humans true nature that can often be and frequently be colored by perceptions we have or what we've picked up from people's sayings or on on television or movies or what we've read in in any type of, of media so Big, biggest takeaway I can say is, you know, to, to get outside and experience for yourself something. And maybe that takes a new perspective or helps you get a new perspective or by the active experience it provide a new perspective. Again, just some examples of nature negatives and things that I personally have had. I'm sure everybody can find one or multiple things in their bank of memories and experiences that... Uh, resonates or that uh, pops something up. All right. That is all for today. Again, thank you very much for being here with me. I appreciate you listening, taking some time out of your day to uh, have fun, learn something, or be entertained, inspired, empowered, or maybe just not bored whatever that may be. I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. If you do get a chance, please drop a review on whichever podcast program platform you're listening to throw some stars however those things work that helps me out a lot and if you know somebody who might benefit or enjoy listening to this podcast please share it with them all right from the now dusk in the pacific northwest thank you all for being here friends we will catch you on the flip-flop All right. Thank you so much for staying with me through to the end, friends. This was a fun episode to record. As always, I hope you're inspired and empowered to perhaps try something new or look at things in a different way. If you know someone else that you think might benefit from listening to this, please share it with them, whether it's a friend, neighbor, colleague, family member, whomever it may be. 
there's a lot of great information out there and there's a lot of people who can benefit from from hearing what we're talking about here thank you so much for spending part of your day with me i hope you do have a wonderful day or evening i hope you get a chance to get outside in nature today and a last favor if you do get a chance please leave a review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this to that helps me out and uh, helps get the ratings up so more people can find out about it. All right. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Mm-hmm.